All right, guys, welcome back to uh, Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. This is Bobby. I know you probably haven't heard my voice before, but I'm taking over for Carter as he sits there and stares at me right now. <laughs> so you wanted me to take you off. We got another cool episode here of Turkey Tips. Uh, I think, what are we on, two, three? We don't know, this, but we're this on. Be number three. It's been number three. So we're on a couple turkey tips here. We've been going back and forth, talking to some great guys here about turkey tips, turkey hunting, getting everybody outdoors, getting some more uh, excitement going off. So uh, who do you want to start off? You want me to just start rambling off while I'm going, Carter? I just got to say, man, that was a really good intro. You know, I, you know, I've been practicing for the whole 15 seconds that you told me to do this. So. You're a natural, man. I think you should have man. my job. Natural. Oh, man. I'm gunning. <laughs> I'll text Luke right now. Yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce our two new guests here, making their right. podcast debut, and then kick it off to one of them. Sounds good. So we got two guys here, uh, both with the great name of Josh. We got we got Jay Money over here, and we got Josh. So Jay Money, why don't you give us a, a start off with? Since you got that nice Hoyt hat on, you know that's. Uh, <laughs> I got you. That, that must mean I know what I'm talking about, right? So, <laughs> nah. Uh, so my turkey tip uh, for for this week, this podcast um, would be, uh, you know, scouting and, and how I, you know important. I, mean, I think it's important for all, you know, most game that we chase. But for turkeys, you know, I I think it gets overlooked sometimes because they are vocal. You know, com- more comparatively than a lot of other animals. And uh, so, you know, I use Onyx. Um, a lot, you know, and so if I hear turkey gobble, I pin that location where I think he's from, especially if I'm on like public ground. So I'm not just losing my way through the woods. I'm kind of like having a direction I can keep going. Um, then obviously I'm looking for water, looking for some hardwoods, looking for some logging roads, some, some tree top or some ridges, you know, it's maybe been thinned out, you know, what I call, what I'll call a strut zone somewhere that turkey's going to feel comfortable. He's going to strut, show off for the ladies. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Now, you know, scouting, if you find the turkeys, you know, you don't have to necessarily be a, a, a professional caller, if you will. You know, you sometimes you don't have to take that. You know, I, I had a grandpa. He never he never took a, you know, I don't think he ever took, took a decoy to the uh, to the woods. It was he took a little striker, like a little three, four yelps, and he would just sit there. You know, I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. It's I used to do a little more run and gun. It's with if I'm not if I'm not seeing a turkey within an hour, I'm moving somewhere else type thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So you know, find uh, use Onyx. Um, you know, drive around, drive different ways to work. You know, I think right now this time of year we're getting in that kind of transition uh, period where turkeys kind of move where they've been kind of their home core area. You know, like on my property down here, deer season, I'll see a turkey every now and again. March gets here, it's like a, sw- a switch flips, and I've got turkeys all over the place that I can go after. Um, you know, I'll but I, you know. If it's raining outside, I'll drive up and down the roads, find out where they where they hang, you know, the fields they like to hang out when it's raining. And um, you know, I'll tell you one of the ever done, talk to your uh your delivery drivers, your mailman, they drive the roads all day. They can tell you <laughs> that turkey's there at twelve o'clock every day. Well, guess where I'm gonna be at twelve o'clock? Cause I guarantee you, and we all know turkeys early season are, are creatures of habit. I mean, they'll if they if they take that logging road. You know, three days in a row, four days, he'd probably be there again. So, you know, that's that's kind of my my tip of the time. And we can you know, you can keep going further with how the scout for turkeys and what to look for. Um, but, you know, just get out, you know, ride around, find where they're, you know, a lot of times they like those fields, um, you know, and 
that's where I got, that's where I, you know, that's my biggest thing to do is just, you know, go out there and look for them. But, and obviously you can't beat putting boots on the ground, I guess you could say, you know, Onyx can tell you a lot, but until you get there, what looks like it's going to be a good turkey habitat. I and mean, I've done it before you get on public ground, especially, and it's like, oh, there's nothing going to be here. You know, it's a timber come through or whatever happened. And yeah, it's, it's bad. So yeah, you know, get boots, you know, look on Onyx and then get boots on the ground, find out what's, what's there. And then that also helps you when you're making your moves on turkeys. You know, you got some big obstacle in a way, river, you know, brush pile, fallen trees, whatever, you know, that's cover or it means he's not going to come to you. You might have to, you know, move a little bit to get him to cross that, that, uh, that obstacle that he's got to go over. No, that's all, that's all really good stuff, man. Now, are you primarily, are you, are you asking permission? Do you have a lot of permissions on land that you're able to hunt? Do you have a lot of private that you're able to hunt or are you hunting public? Um, I hunt a little bit of both. Um, now I do go and ask permission. And a lot of times what I do is, you know, if, if obviously if there's a, if there's a farm there and you know, I'll go knock on the door, you know, get out of your hunting clothes. Cause I, I tell you, it's like you get out of a car with the hunting clothes on and it's already no on their face. 90% of the time, you know, go home, change, look like a, I guess what some people call a decent human being, I guess, I don't know. And then go ask. And then a lot of times after I scouted, if I've seen turkeys in this field several times, you know, after the season, I really, that's when I like to go or I'll send them, I've, I've even sent them a letter. You know, sometimes people don't want to talk to you. They got, I know they're busy doing their own thing. I'll send them a letter and I, I can't tell you how many times I've got a letter back. Hey, I appreciate you taking this time to write and not bother me. You know, they can, they can respond to you on their time. It's not, oh, I got to come up with an answer right now. You know, if I'm busy, whatever. They, they got that kind of time to, to really consider what you're doing. And, um, yeah, that, that's awesome. I, I, I like the way that you like ask permission like that. I noticed that around here, a lot of like the farmers around by us, if you ask for permission, they want something in return. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, it's coyote season. So you get an extra tag and then you can kind of work out with them or, or crows or anything like that. So that's awesome. That's another great thing, man. I, I really like that. Yeah. I, I was just going to kind of add to that. I mean, the biggest thing I can think of when it comes to trying to find a place to hunt, man, ask. Like kind of like you said it, Josh. I mean, the way I take the approach, the worst thing they can do is say no. I mean, absolutely. Ask if they want something in return. If you can give it to them, that's great. But yeah, that's, I was actually gonna make that that same point there, Bobby. Is around here the biggest thing you can do for them is predator. If they're if they're in, if they have cattle, I mean, or, or livestock or whatever. If you can offer, hey, I'm on I'm on knockdown five or six uh, coyotes in the winter and normally they're all over that, you know, so that's kind of, that's a good way to kind of get your foot in the door. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good, man. I, uh, that's how I've gotten the permissions on both the farms that I, I have permission to hunt here in Georgia too. Um, <clears throat> both are cattle farms and uh, it was in college. I was just young, 18, 19, 20 years old, started that relationship and I wasn't good at much, but I was strong and I could work. And then it, you know, that led into a lot of deer hunting and, and turkey hunting permission. So I guess work with what you got, man. And don't be afraid. Like when you're asking permissions, like I take it personally, every time I get a no, <laughs> I like, I, I take it personally. I take it straight to the heart, man. But, uh, there'll be more no's than yeses. I feel like, or at least in my experience, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I don't look like a, de- a decent human being like Jay money, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that you're definitely going to say no. And it's, it's, I think hunters get a certain, are, are viewed in a certain way for a lot of people, you know, and if you get 
if you get down every time you get told no, or you act like a asshole every time you get told no, you know, next time they definitely won't say yes. And I've had some guys come back later, you know, I'll see them, at, I'll see them at a grocery store or at the whole hardware store. And they'll be like, Hey, you still hunting turkeys? Are you still hunting or coyotes or whatever it was? They're like, yeah. Well, Hey, won't you come on over here? And uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think if you just get your foot in the door, I mean, if you can show them that, that you're somebody that's going to, you know, take care of their property and not do anything crazy. And you know, I mean, you know, respect the land, respect the animals that's on the land. I mean, most of the time, if, if you can just get that opportunity to, to show them that most of the time it kind of, you get a lot more yeses than no's. hundred percent. Uh, this wasn't going to be my tip, but now that we're talking about getting permission, I always carry a, uh, a contractor bag in my, in my turkey pack or my deer hunting pack to pick up trash or any other stuff on landowner's property. Cause you, you know how it is in the woods. There's, it's almost like there's no virgin woods left in the world. There's trash on every single track to land that I've ever hunted, man. And I've hunted some pretty remote places in Wyoming and uh, mountains of North Georgia. There's trash, man. Um, so I always carry a contractor bag and if nothing else, that is a, that is a big win, especially if, uh, that farmer sees you toting that trash bag out that day. That's a, that's some good karma points right there. Yeah. it's a good point. Yeah. That's all good stuff, man. Uh, Josh Reed, what you got for us, man? Uh, first, I guess I'm going to have to do something to get my rep up, man. I need a cool nickname like J money, I guess. <laughs> uh, man, I, uh, How do you pronounce acorns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, you're talking uh, to the right people here. That's a good question. Uh, Bobby uh, had a huge issue with how Southerners uh, pronounce acorns nah, on the acorns, last podcast. Acorns, man. Acorns. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I'm telling you, Bobby, it's acorns. Yeah. Ac- <laughs> but, uh, I wanted to uh, just kind of build off of Bobby's tip on the last episode of Tuesday Tips talking about turkey hunting. But uh, the biggest thing is you just have to be patient. You know, and I, I was kind of the same way when I first started hunting. You know, I, I when I first started chasing turkeys, I mean, my first thought was if I don't kill one right off the roost or if I don't kill one by 9, 10 a.m., that, you know, my day is pretty much shot. You know, I might as well pack it in and go get some lunch. Um, but that's really just a really common misconception because, you know, how many times do you have a bird come off the roost? I mean, they're gobbling, gobbling, gobbling and you just can't get them to come to you. Well, most of the time it's because they're probably already end up, you know, the the common thing most of the time that happens, if they're hinned up, some point throughout the day, that hen's going to go to the nest, um, and that gobbler's going to be back looking for another hen. going to be back answering the calls, going to be back gobbling again. So in my experience, a really good time to kill them is midday around lunchtime when pretty much everybody else – that has that misconception is probably already out of the woods. Um, so patience, 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 you know, you can't kill them at the house. So even if you step out of the woods at, at nine and go grab something to eat, come back around 12, cause that's a really good time to try to kill one. You got something, Josh? Yeah, no, just piggybacking off of that. I mean, I think that's a great thing. I mean, I've, I've actually, especially on public ground that I know is, is hunted hard. There's times I've slept in, and I don't get to the turkey woods until 10, 11 o'clock. And as they're leaving, the like you said, to go get lunch, I'm going in, you know. And uh, I've, I've got some some good – so like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm just telling you. I'm probably going to walk out of here with one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to kind of build on that too, man, I got, I got a funny story actually. There's a place uh, in Kentucky here where I hunt. It's called Mount Ebo. Uh, 
it's way up on top of Ridge where we turkey hunt and, and have in the past, it was probably a couple of years ago, my dad and my brother went up there in the morning uh, and hunted. And it was one of those mornings where just basically nothing was gobbling. I mean, they might've heard one or two gobbles and, you know, stayed in the woods and, you know, my, my dad's frustrated and cussing and, you know, pissed off and, you know, so they get out of the woods probably around 10 or 11. Well, I've got a buddy who hunts in the same spot and he actually passed them coming down the road leaving and he went up, you know, an hour later was there, heard gobbles, called one in for his dad and they killed one within 45 minutes, you know? So, I mean, that's perfect example. You know, dad was pissed, you know, but I'm like, Hey, got to stay in the woods, man. Got to stay in the woods. But I mean, that's kind of, whenever I thought about that, that's kind of what, I mean, that's the best time to kill one, man. It's midday. Bobby, is it you who was saying you can't hunt past noon in New yeah, Jersey? Yeah, I was, I was just going to say something. I'm like, these guys are lucky because they can hunt past noon. So up in the, uh, you know, north, north of this Mason-Dixon area we have over there, that little line, <laughs> uh, we, noon is our cutoff and uh, Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So we, we can't hunt past noon. Oh, well, take away from that. Make sure you check your local hunting laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tip number one. Yeah, don't uh, don't take my tip before you read your uh, local hunting laws. <laughs> Gonna have listeners sleeping in and breaking the law, man. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Bobby, what you thinking? All right, man. So I, I got. I, I love that you know that we talk about the patience is key, and that we always say that. When you're, when you're sitting there relaxing, you know, you just want to kind of take your deep breaths and not overcall and do all those things. And, uh, you know, uh, kind of picking back on what, what I said last week about once you get that bird close to you, uh, my biggest thing is you want to play hard to get now. So now you got your decoy set up and you got that, that bird out there and he's eyeing it up and he's trying to come in, but he sees it and he knows that he doesn't want to come in right away. So he's skittish. So a lot of people, what they do is they just start calling like crazy and they start calling They're like, oh, now he's not coming in. So you want to play hard to get. You want him to kind of work towards that. It's just like if you went to a bar and a girl comes up to you and gives you your number. You don't want that girl. You want the one that's trying to be hard to get. So you're going after that one because you're stubborn as hell. So you want to be stubborn. You want to make that turkey come in and you want to make him work for it. So And, and that works a lot of the time. And people forget that. You know, playing hard to get is one of the biggest keys on these turkeys here. To kind of build off that, man, I mean, you said the you said the one thing there, don't overcall. You know, and I, I feel like I, I didn't grow up turkey hunting. I, I picked it up, you know, probably 10 years ago. And, you know, I, so every time I get a chance, I man, I'm, I'm constantly picking people's brains that I know have grown up doing it. So one of the biggest things that I, I make the common mistake and I have in the past is, you know, you know how it is. You get one goblin. You may have them gobbling in every direction, and all you want to do is just keep hammering a call, keep hammering a call, and, you know, you don't want to sound like a turkey hunter. You want to sound like another turkey. So you overcall. I mean, they figure that out. I mean, they, they know. So that's normally the ones. They gobble, they gobble, they gobble, and then you're dumb, and you like me, and you don't shut up, and then they vanish, you know, so that's kind of a big thing, man. Just don't overcall. Yeah, I, I agree with, with everything right there, you know, and let's be honest. I mean, it's fun when you see a turkey come in spitting and drumming and carrying on. I mean, it's just like an elk coming and bugling in, in your face. I mean, obviously you want to see that. That just adds to the excitement. But, in, and I know it, for me it too, it's the first time I went hunting, it's like, oh, let's, let's call, let's call. The more, the better type thing. I want to, I want to see him I'm cutting like crazy, yelping all over the place, you know, making a fool of myself, you know, and I think going back to the whole patience thing as well, is when you finally do decide to move, 
and or if you or if you're going to move and you make a call, make that call pretty soft because that turkey may have come in behind you quiet he's within 50 yards you just hadn't seen him because of the woods and if you blare one you know blare some yelps off you'll scare him he'll be he'll definitely be gone so yeah. you when you get ready yeah. to move soft calls and then get louder as you know there's nothing around you yeah that's good there's a there's a fine line between like knowing when to cut bait and move or stay and be patient you know yeah. i feel like nobody I never, knows that line no yeah i feel like i never <laughs> get it right i never get it it's right. here or it's over there yeah. we don't know where it's at yeah. so that's why they call you get, not kill them, man. That's right, man. Especially <laughs> turkey, right. man. The reward is just so, like, the reward is so high. Like, uh, the interactive part of it is just, like, it's just a dopamine, like, pure happiness rush, right? As soon when you get one just hammering. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's different than deer hunting, man. Well, I think somebody when you when you posted this, Carter, I think somebody posted it was like um, hunting uh, hunting an elk that's not six hundred pounds, and it's, <laughs> it's really not far off from that. Right, right. Which is yeah, that's an experience I haven't had yet, but hopefully looking forward to soon. That's cool. Yeah, one day, one day we'll make it happen. All right, let me round this out with my tip. Mine's uh, mine's kind of a no brainer. But I feel like it's something that a lot of turkey hunters, even experienced turkey hunters, don't do and maybe could do a little more. Uh, I've seen I've been hunting in like a duo before and I've seen turkeys get missed. Like I've seen shots miss turkeys, not kill turkeys, which is heartbreaking. Um, So I think right now is a really good time to just pattern your shotgun, find whatever shell that you're going to be shooting this season. Uh, First of all, go start looking now because it's kind of hard to find turkey loads right now um but find find one box of shells or whatever that you're going to shoot find the load that you're going to shoot and then go pattern that uh make sure you're all squared away try it from different ranges um and see what it looks like on paper as soon as i started doing that it made a lot more sense visually for me uh and it kind of helped my setup and where i was going to be aiming um because i think i've seen two or three turkeys get missed and that is heartbreaking and they didn't look like misses right it looks like they it completely rolled the turkey and flopped and feathers and then it took off and got the hell out of there and it may have died in some hell hole off the mountain but that's heartbreaking so i think just pattern your shotgun i think that's really important it's probably something basic and simple that a lot of people don't do um but probably should especially if you're shooting a new round this uh this season yeah that's i mean it's the same thing as going out west or anywhere else i mean don't don't let the first time you use it or see it in action be when it's you know crunch time uh, because that's when mistakes will happen or or, you know whatever else you guys got uh any closing thoughts to add to this uh episode I, i think like one of the biggest things that we keep talking about every episode is just being patient and understanding when to just sit back and relax. And a lot of guys don't realize, you know, everybody's all gung ho to get out there and just shoot a turkey. And they forget that patience is key with turkey hunting. And, you know, it's not a, it's not running through a field and blasting something with a slug. Like you got to sit back and relax here and just kind of let, like I said last time is uh, let that turkey hunt you, not hunt the turkey. So it's one of the biggest things that I've always learned is just sit back, be patient, relax, and eventually something's going to happen. So, and if it doesn't, then Hey, you're in the woods, whatever. Right. (laughs) 
That's Enjoy actually it. well, you know, and and to kind of piggyback onto that as well. I mean, if you if you're patient, if you're in the woods, and obviously, like we said, we've we've scouted, we figured out where the turkeys at. If you can just surround yourself with turkeys, listen to look what they're eating, listen to what the sounds they're making. Because even when you become a good caller, if you make the wrong calls, you're going to send that hen or the, those hens or that that tom the other way. Um, so yeah, just be in the woods, be in the moment, you know, take it all in because you can learn a lot from just being around them. I mean. So yeah, definitely, definitely take your time, be patient, and enjoy where you're at. Yeah, to kind of to kind of piggyback off both of you guys, I mean that's that's exactly right. I mean, even you just have to be in the woods. I mean, I, you hear it all the time, but you can't kill them from the house. I mean, be in the woods, even if something's going to happen sooner or later. If you're surrounded by turkeys, but even if not, I mean, you're still in the woods. Now, it could be worse. You know, sit back, take it in, let them come to you, man. If you don't see anything, I mean, it's you're still in the woods. Could be right. Still a a day well spent. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, this, uh, I think this rounds out another great Turkey tips episode, hopefully teasing these each week as we get closer and closer to season. Uh, we'll get people fired up for chasing those spring thunder chickens, man. And, uh, Jay money, you're not too far from me, right? No, absolutely not. Um, I think we're probably within two and a half hours, maybe less than that. I think maybe we should, uh, trade some Turkey hunts this season. I, I am down with that. Um, we'll definitely, we definitely need to get together. Yeah, absolutely, man. Sweet. Well, I appreciate it, fellas. Uh, Bobby, where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, so Instagram, I am Bobby underscore light. And again, still banned off TikTok. So don't even bother <laughs> searching for my name on there. So. <laughs> yeah. The TikTok doesn't love the whole hunting world at all. <laughs> Josh Reed, where can we find you on Instagram, man? Uh, Instagram. It's a, uh... Pretty simple. Josh, three, read. Uh, just uh, got the, if you want to see a bunch of hunting content, and I'm a baseball coach, so it's pretty much hunting and baseball stuff. So if you don't like baseball, I'm probably not the not the follow for you. It must have something to do with your first name. Jay Money, where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, you can find me at jdmoney32 on Instagram. Um, and pretty much the same thing as the other Josh. It's uh, going to be hunting. It's going to be some – cooking some wild game and baseball because it's and it's in full swing right now so it's Heck it's yeah. uh it's a lot of late nights yeah. both of y'all came from uh coaching tonight right yeah i did came, came straight from practice and we had a couple young guys come in afterwards that i worked out so long day man got done about about seven thirty, eight o'clock i love it wouldn't trade it oh small yeah small world guys Well, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, Listeners, thanks for joining us this week uh, for another episode of Tuesday Tips, and we will talk to you all next week.